Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Damon. I'm Brandon. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Taj. So we are music fans. Uh, we like to listen to music and talk about it and trash talk each other about it as well. <laughs> uh, sometimes we like it, sometimes you don't. There's lots of music that, you know, spans, you know, my my short life and before. So, uh, yeah, we go all the way back past Elvis <laughs> and to today sometimes. Not so much t- today, but sometimes we do. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of hitting this uh this point in the early 2000s late 90s early 2000s of my my picks today um and uh so what we're doing now is we're going to be uh starting side a of the record and we're going to go through my theme and everybody's choice track that fits that theme my theme is your favorite dj uh set song or dj artist song and there's lots of different types of djs um dj music can have rappers uh, I could have um, techno. You know, there's a lot of different styles. There's collaborations and stuff like that too. Uh, so I picked I picked uh, something from the late '90s. This is a CD that yeah, I have in my collection, um, and I think the song it was a pretty big hit when it came out. This is from Alice DJ and um, DJ D E E J A Y. If you're trying to look this up, uh, pretty pretty good stuff. I think uh, I like I like this album. Who needs guitars anyway? And it's got a cool cover. It's kind of like the big. I think that style of music was big for a while, and then it started like morphing into something else. <laughs> but it was it it changed a little bit. Uh, and then artists like Madonna and other artists, uh, pop music like picked up. DJ music and DJ sets and try to incorporate that with their newer albums, stuff that was coming out around that time. Um, but uh, my, my song pick is Better Off Alone. And yeah, I, I thought that was pretty good. So this album uh, released in 99 and um, yeah, LS, LSDJ's Probably not on everybody's radar. I don't know. She's, she's not like unknown, but she's not something that everybody knows or listens to. Um, yeah. So, what do you guys what do you guys think of that that style of music? It's it's uh, it's definitely reflective of the late '90s for sure. It, it, I liked it. Um, it. I'm pretty sure I heard this song before, um, but yeah, it, it was yeah. it was exactly my cup of tea. <laughs> it know? was. Yeah. Like, oh wow. Okay. It, it, I, I'm pretty sure I would like it. it. It, the, the only thing is, uh, and, and, and I thought maybe it, it shared some chords or melody. It doesn't exactly, but there's elements of it that remind me of the uh, uh, Six Flags party song. <laughs> the old guy dancing. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Probably maybe it's, some of the background music. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like with music like this, you know, d- like DJ music and where you have like mixes and like you might run across another song that ha- has the same exact mix sound, right. but like done in a different variation. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then your brain goes to Six Flags. Yeah. So so it's like uh, this one. This one I liked a lot better. I was like, at least you didn't pick the Six Flags song. But I was like, yeah, this one's cool. But it's like you, you can see the roots. Of how he went yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see you picking the Six Flags, huh? Oh, uh, oh, no? that hurts. Okay. That hurts. Here, here's a band aid and a 
Baba, you feel better. That 70 show burn. Oh, burn. <laughs> so. All right. Well, you liked it. That's cool. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, for sure. I enjoyed it. So. All right. So that's a win for me. Nice. <laughs> And I, I, <clears throat> I would say overall, I like the song. I've heard the song, yeah. I mean, multiple times. Uh-huh. Who knows when I, when I was first introduced to it? Maybe it was back right. when it first came out. Um, I will say definitely like listening to it. I, I had a hard time trying to figure out exactly what you meant by the theme because when I listened to the song, I'm like, isn't this just dance music? Like what's, what's the difference between dancing and then DJ? And so, you know, I, I, like when I first heard it, I'm like, I just thought of that as a dance song. So, um, but you know, on its own merit, the song is good. Uh, and I, I guess it's a DJ song, but it, I, I guess I just always just thought of it as, as a dance song. And I, you know, kind of related to like DJ trance music. Um, it's very poppy too, but. I think that yeah. it's definitely a DJ song. She's a DJ and it's in her name, <laughs> but that's not, you know, it doesn't have to be in her name. It gives a shit, right? Yeah, but, but I, I think it's, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that's, um, it's, that's the thing about DJ club music and, you know, just DJ music in general. It's, it, it varies, right? It's variations of it. Right. And it is dance music. It might be like weird dance music. I don't really know how to dance this shit. Like, <laughs> I guess you just pop some something and you know see the stars <laughs> just float around. I don't know. Yeah, glow sticks. I'm sure that the glow sticks. You know, it, yeah. you can dance the glow sticks. You know, and do the whole twirly thing. Yeah, that, that's that's DJ music. There were a lot of glow sticks in the nineties and the late nineties. I still have a shitload of glow sticks like in my bar at my house. And then get the glow sticks on the strings, you know, and then do the whole. I could see you doing that at the festival or something. Yes. Yes. Straight up. Um, I, was, I was never one of those kids that's wanted to go stick around. But right. I have been known to, you know, never mind. Anyway, so. But yeah, so, so um, but to, just to finish, like, you know, what you're saying, Brandon, like, um, yeah, dance music for sure. But yeah, I, there could be something that, that fits it more. But yeah, in my mind, this is, you know, it's all DJ music is danceable. But yeah, I don't know. I, don't know, I kind of took it as as an open ended situation, only because you have different levels of of DJ music, so to speak. You've got the the break beats in the middle, where you're just trying to transition between songs that you created yourself. You've got you know other mixes and mashups that you make of other songs in order to create a new version of something. And then you got the ones who just literally focus on the rhythm and the beat itself, and drum and bass, and and just try to try to put coordination together and actually put thought into their chords. And in this situation it was one of those things it was like okay i can see this as definitely on a dj set i can see her starting off with different songs i've heard this song like a million times and different mixes and things of that nature so it was like yeah I, I definitely saw where you were coming from as far as getting the whole dj effect or at least starting off with that situation based on the songs of the pit so i think that was a good pick there's a remix of it too that would fit more what you're thinking brandon it's also not even i think it's like an originally DJ Jurgen, Jurgen Rikers or something. Uh, that was his instrumental song, and then she morphed it into something else. But uh, yeah, kind of weird. A weird 90s time. <laughs> weird time in the 90s. Like the movie Go. I talked about that in one of our episodes. You'd hear stuff like this in that movie here. Yeah. 
I hate you, Tom. What? Why do you hate me? Now you got that shit stuck in my head. I'm going back and forth between that and the freaking first thing. If I had known that the song was going to go there. I would have said, nah, I'm not going to pick that. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Good pick, up. Good pick. So, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, so, so who's up next? So, Dietrich, what what did you uh, what did you think was a good DJ song? Um, I think a good DJ song. I started off on the 2010 because that's when, to me, when DJs kind of like took to the spotlight and blew up uh, as far as international wise. And my song doesn't have a whole lot of words to it, but it got some that you could try to pick out. But it really, truly, it came from an individual that um kind of like a godfather to this style of music, so to speak. Um, and one that people kind of looked up to and kind of tried to copy his style and then branch off from there. Um, so I took from a 2011 song called Bangarang um, by a guy who used to be in a hardcore rock red man. And then uh, he went solo and then decided to scrap his solo album and, and start working on DJ mixes. And we're talking about Sonny John Moore, a.k.a. Skrillex. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I went to Skrillex and I chose Bangarang because that was like the first hardcore dubstep song that I could think of that I heard that I was like, oh shit, what is this? And he just mixed up a whole bunch of sounds and, and made it sound like impulsive and it just made you vibe your head and nod your head just because of the beat and the way it was laid out. So um, that was like, to me, like, I'm not saying for anybody else, but to me, that was like the start of my dubstep era going into that fold and, and realizing just how deep dubstep that branched off from there in my mind. So what y'all think about Skrillex Bangarang? This is kind of more like what it like kind of a good point, Brandon. I, I think that I hear stuff like Skrillex and that's where you know that's where my mind goes when I say DJ set songs and openers for shows and stuff like that. Like big crowds big, you know, lots of noise, lots of movement. Um, I like that environment sometimes, but then I got to get away from it. It's, it becomes overwhelming after like five minutes, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, that's definitely fun, man. I like this song. I like how, you know, the intro, a lot of, a lot of music does this where, you know, this style, it just, you know, starts out with a heavy bass and then you have like the laser sounds and, you know, and then lyrics come in. Yeah. It just, it's, it's fun. Definitely fun. Pull one of your numbers out. I actually saw him on AL, uh, ACL. Oh, nice. Uh, he, he, yeah, you performed on ACL on the thing was the Honda stage. And I was like, man, I was blown away. And then right after that is when Outcast came on. I was like, yeah, this is the best thing ever. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Well, that's, um, that's a good time. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I haven't really listened to too much of Skrillex. Is that his name? Yep. Uh, all right. As you can tell, if I don't know, even know how to say the name. Um, but for some reason, I've had, I've had, I have heard this before because when it came on, I'm like, oh, okay. Don't know where. Maybe I heard it in a movie commercial. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely very entertaining. Uh, for sure and and definitely uh you know gets gets your your blood pumping and um i could totally see it being a a, a big hit in the clubs or i don't know whatever cool people do now uh 
places that they go to clubs maybe i don't know um anyway uh, i i sound really old when i say it like that um but but i i, I do i do have to say uh bangarang i know that from the movie hook so uh that's all i kept thinking about when i was listening to this song i'm like bangarang so uh anyway uh yeah that that's my takeaway more than anything is oh yeah that's what the the last boy said in hook so rufio 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 <laughs> Rufy, oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure if I've heard this before. I know of the name Skrillex, uh, but yeah, th- this is, it, I enjoyed it. it. Again, this is kind of in my wheelhouse of like, yeah, throw this on, good time. Uh, okay. uh, it, I, I am not fully aware of what Dovestep is, so you <laughs> like because I, I I know it comes up in uh, in Deadpool <laughs> like hey is Dubstep still thing in the future because <laughs> it's, like, it's like but but yeah I, I didn't realize I thought it was a type of move I didn't know it was a music style so I was like okay so <laughs> yeah, it's like it, would uh, Dead Mouse be kind of like that too I mean they, they have a started similar. off but then it switched over to EDM and and went a couple of different routes but yeah it's it's a uh, it's it's plays all of it is plays off of electronic dance track mm. um, but it's just a different style of delivery when it comes to the bass and and the hard lines that are in it and um you know more mainstream type sounding uh, rhythms than it would be you know what I'm saying and and trance and, and elect- electronic and things of that nature so gotcha. um, dubstep definitely came in on its own accord you have rappers that came in on top of dubstep you had singers that was on it like they they definitely took it to another level and then it branched off from there okay so yeah i enjoyed it well what'd you have Taj? what was your pick Oh, what, what was my pick? <laughs> <laughs> I think right. it's your turn. It, it's my turn. Okay, yeah. so uh, <laughs> let me cover. Okay, so where I first heard the song, because <laughs> that's part of the tale on this. Um, so back in the the nineties, um, I you know didn't have much of a social outing, so um, I did a lot of recording and watching TV shows. So there was a TV show <laughs> that I watched religiously, watched all three seasons. And it was uh, Digimon. I'm a huge Digimon fan. Way more than Pokemon. Okay. Digimon just makes more logical sense. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Digimon over Pokemon. Every day. All day. Yeah. Smack yourself. (laughs) I get it, man. I watch more GoBots than Transformers. (laughs) Okay. That, 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 yeah, I'm not even going to go there on that. But. I'm saying Digi over what man? What's okay, okay, here's the main reason why. It, Ash is a kid and his mom's like, hey, go out and explore the world and call me if you need something. Whereas Digimon, they fall into the digital world and they're trying to get home. Like it's not like they were kicked out of home by their mom and said, Hey, go capture monsters and, and try and raise it and evolve them. <laughs> That's what made Pokemon so much more gangster. <laughs> Because you had one kid that was out here in the world, wandering the whole world by himself with monsters in his pocket that he could pull out at any time and bust your ass with electricity. <laughs> Who else could do that? And then you, you, you talking about Digimon getting forced into another world and trying to get your way back home. That just means you were homesick and you had to deal with your surroundings. That's made his surroundings. <laughs> 
He actually went to people's schools and busted their ass in their own schools, in their own dojos. That's gangster. I'm sorry. When you put it that way, it, it, that does kind of make sense. So, yeah. Uh, don't tell me Gwen over Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, come on, man. So, uh, so what did you pick? <laughs> so th- the reason why I bring all this up is because uh, this was before I got really, it, this was really before like any of the major, like you could watch shows come out uh, sub, uh, uh, subtitled, right? So th- it was always normally just uh, d- uh, dubbed or whatever. Anyways, the Digimon movie came out and I went and saw it. Now, the Digimon movie in the US is basically three movies chopped together in one, okay? <laughs> but there's a critical scene in the movie and this song came on <laughs> and this is the song for the whole scene and this is where I know this song from and it perfectly syncs with it. Um, so the, the song that I picked is is by Fatboy Slim, um, and the song is called uh, Rockefeller uh, Shank. Um, and so, uh, yes, I can understand how the song can be super annoying. I, I almost thought about doing this song for a theme of like, we get it already, <laughs> like, because it's the same, same uh, messages, you know, uh, repeated over and over and over and over again at different tempos and speed. But I still love this song. Don't give me why. Even when the high pitch uh, slow down, you know, hits that as many octaves as it can and then it drops out. You're like, <laughs> I love this song. So, but yeah, it's a uh, Rockefeller Shank or everybody else might know it by the funk's your brother. <laughs> Right about now, the funk is your brother. <laughs> Check it out now. Mm-mm. The funk. <laughs> Wait, is it? This is like a misunderstood lyrics. Now, the funk soul brother or the yeah. funk is your brother? Funk soul brother. Funk soul brother. Check it out now. Okay. Funk soul brother. <laughs> right about now. Yeah. Well, because like you can hear you can hear the lyrics, but then there's like a lot of like do 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 like in the background and yeah, that's a fun song. Definitely relatable to movies. I know I've I've heard this in like a couple different movies. I must have. Okay. This is probably like one of the most popular songs. You know when it came out. Yeah. On so, radio all the time. Yeah. So yeah. the song came out in '98, and so the yeah, movie yeah. came out in 2000. So but yeah. I like that we're gravitating to the late '90s. That's good. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's sort of where my mind went when I was like, yeah, DJ songs, you know. Yeah, I like, I like Rockefeller Skank. Skank. Okay. Shake, shake. Skank, skank. It's a different song, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Uh, it makes me think of, uh, what is that? Uh, the Crow? Where they do skank, skank. <laughs> Yeah, but other than that, good song. Okay, thank you. I so, am, oh, go ahead. I'll go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely remember this was on, I, I listened to this a lot, um, this album quite a bit. Uh, it was everywhere, Bad Boy Slim at that time. And, um, yeah, I, I never, I never had an issue with it. I, I enjoyed it from the begin, from the get go. And, um, you know, I mean, totally understand why y- you pick Fat Boy Slim. Cause I mean, you know, for, for people our age, that definitely is something that pops up in your, your mind right away when you think of DJ songs. You, you know, you definitely will think of something from Fat Boy Slim. 
and this is this is definitely you know maybe his most popular song for sure i mean there's a couple other ones i like a lot as well but i think this is probably the most popular one that he ever did so uh yeah i i don't have a problem with that i think it's a great choice like you know, it was it was very popular and it was popular because it was good. Yeah, right. So <laughs> did it hit the skateboard scene? I feel like it did. Like this is kind of like that vibe. It hit right? every scene. It hit Mountain Dew. It hit all <laughs> over the place. People are hacky sack into this shit. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I so my thing is I like Fat Boy Slim. I definitely love the discography, the, the the other music, the accolades and the whole nine. This is the one song that got on my fucking nerves. Because it literally was played everywhere. It's like, do the do right about now. The Phoenix Hill brother. I was like, oh my God. It was a Taco Bell commercial. It was it was all over the place. A car accident. Right about now. Like so much. Yeah. You need insurance. Right about now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, this is real fun. It's like something my dad would listen to. Fuck. Oh man. Like so. It was so over the top seeing used and utilized and the whole nine. I was like, I'm over it. So, you know, the fact that I can hear it now and only hear it once and know that I'm good with only hearing it that once is based off of the playability. I was cool. But all in all, I still love the song. I respect the song. I just can't hear it again. Yeah. There's lots of fucking glow sticks going on. To see them live would be pretty cool. I, I could see the whole, like, you know, like that slow crowd lowers, and then as soon as it picks up, they just jump and chaos everywhere. Glow sticks flying, shirts yeah. flying off. So, Molly's being popped. Yeah. So here, here's a crazy right. thing. I've always secretly wanted to, but I've never done it. Like, I always wonder if you can request this song at karaoke. <laughs> Because you could almost do this whole song in karaoke. Except yeah, there's not the, too much except, to it, right? <laughs> not too much, except for that high pitch, like where they slow down the voice and then change the octave. Like, I'm not sure how you would pull that off in karaoke. <laughs> You'd probably have to bring a record up there with you and pretend you're or like air spinning. Right. <laughs> You'd be wasted doing that one. Yeah. If you want those super annoying karaoke songs, you're like, are, are they done yet? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. and thank you for coming up, folks. Uh, yeah. Like, we're gonna cut this one off in the middle. We got some more exactly. songs to go. Exactly. Start bringing down the volume on it. And shit. But thanks to a uh, montage. I mean, is it, what? Okay. Yeah. Next. Next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of those songs that somebody would take a five minute break from afterwards. It's like, yeah, we're gonna need to like let people calm down. <laughs> from hearing this, especially if you try to do that folk, 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 slow, folk, slow. Like, if you try to do all the chops, you need to just, like, yes. somebody needs to boo you off the stage at that point. For real. That just makes no sense. Well, Brandon, you're the only one left, so what you got? All right. <laughs> I guess you can go. All right. I'm, I'm shocked that right. I'm the last one, the one who had no idea what you meant by DJ music. So, um, yeah. Hey, that's why you're last. I guess so. Um, yeah, so I, I was trying to pick a song and, and, you know, I listened to all your guys's, I was the last one to get their, their song in because I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, what, what is a DJ song? And, and I listened to everybody else's and, 
And I'm like, I'm more confused than ever now because, you know, well, because, you know, they're all different. And I'm like, which one truly is a DJ song, you know? <laughs> and um, and then I almost thought I would go with a, a couple different artists, but I'm like, nah, he's they're they're more of a, a, a like electronic music uh, artist. So I probably shouldn't pick that. And, um, and, you know, Taj picked Fatboy Slim. I'm like, well, I'm not going to do another Fatboy Slim song. And, uh, and then, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, wait, I think this counts, right? And one of the artists, his name, uh, has DJ in it. So that's got to count, right? <laughs> so, so anyway, um, yeah. So the song I ended up going with is Turn Down for What by DJ Snake and Little John. came out in 2013 and uh i don't think that i was too familiar with it at the time <laughs> um but i obviously had heard this song before because when i did a little bit of history and they showed its use in other media i'm like well, i saw that movie or i saw that commercial but i guess i never put two and two together so then flash forward to last year, uh, 2022, and I went to go see the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I absolutely loved that movie. And I wanted to know more about the directors, the Daniels. And then I, I found out that they had directed a music video called Turn Down For What? So I watched that music video and I was blown away. I was floored by what I just watched. Yeah. And I have watched that music video countless times since that that uh, initial viewing. I think I probably watched it like two or three times that first first sitting. Um, mm -hmm. It's an incredible music video. It's an award winning music video. Um, the song itself is incredible. The music video is incredible. Um, you know, DJ Snake, I don't know much about him, but I do know that uh, he's a French DJ and a record producer. And of course, we all know who Little John is. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I just I really dig the song. I, I dig the beat. Um, it's just got a lot of high energy. It's just a fun song. But that music video, man, that's where it gets me. Um, and uh, if you haven't seen the mu music video, you know, stop what you're doing. Go watch that immediately because you are a changed person after you watch that video. And you will never forget that music video uh, for as long as you live. So, um, what do you guys think? Well, it, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll check out that music video. I just, I just watched the mo movie recently, uh, and that movie was amazing. So, yeah, based off of that, like for sure, I'll check out the music video. Um, it, I knew this song, yeah. <laughs> when, when you picked that, it's like, oh yeah, I know that song. Um, I may be wrong, but I think it actually samples the uh, a pick of mine because when I picked LMFAO's shots. It has Lil John, and there's samples of that in, in this song. At, at least the beginning part. I'm not sure if the turn down for what is off of that song or not, but it's no. not okay. But the first, okay. But yeah. So either way, I was like, yeah, 
Awesome pick. Liked it. So go ahead. All right. So I was going to say uh, um, DJ Snake and Little John actually collaborated on this track. Um, Little John put down some instrumentals. DJ Snake came through and mixed it up, uh, threw in his two cents and, and five cents and instrumentals and the whole nine. And, and they came together and made a collaborative front. This actually brought Little John back into the forefront because when Crunk kind of died out, he kind of died out with it and was made of a parody, thanks in part to the Dave Chappelle show. <laughs> so this song brought him back into the forefront and uh, allowed him to do like five other spinoffs of this track. Um, they made different songs together. He made a whole different other sound with it, brought everything back into the fold. So shout out to DJ Snake for bringing Lil John back into the mix because Lil John was kind of out of there for a second. Um, And this was one of my all-time favorites. I love the video. I love the video. I love the video. I love all the shaking in the video. I love the, the falling through stuff. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Um, But it's definitely a treat and it definitely adds and fits the rhythm of the song. And like, yeah, this, this, and you're, Brandon, I know that all of us sound like old geezers talking about DJ music, but in all actuality, you hit the nail on the head with DJ music. Each one of us did in our own, in our own variants. But if we're not knowing about DJ music, this was one that definitely hit the head just because it's it's infectious. It's it's got a beat. It doesn't have no lyrics to it to speak of. Like it's got it's got cadences, right? But it's not somebody's whole song where they're trying to wrap around through or any of that nature. It's just literally can beat, beat, beat turned down for what each one of us hit a different style of what DJ music is all about. But the whole overall feeling of it, yeah, it comes out in this song. You just want to get hype as hell. You want to sweat your ass off. And then when the song goes off, you want somebody to mix it in another song and keep it going. Yeah, I'd say you you did hit it right on the, the head there. So like DJ a DJ set can be continuous. It could be it could go for an hour, go for three hours. But DJ set song is what I was asking for specifically, and that's kind of like this could be that you're gonna go to like you know these clubs and like you know spring break. You got like thousand twenty one year olds in the, in the water, just wasted. You know clothes are flying, and these guys are up on the fucking stage, <laughs> and they're gonna just they're just gonna flow for one song to the next you're not even gonna know where sometimes it flowed but that's yeah this is perfect for like a dj set song and that's that's kind of i could have been more specific but yeah you, you definitely got the got the picture for sure but yeah i like i like your your association with the with the video i haven't seen the video so i want to check that out man uh, yeah i'll be looking at later <laughs> and for a treat oh yeah it's always fun to see videos because they don't exist anymore <laughs> they do but yeah well they do they're good yeah dj snake's really a big part of that dj set music Lil john the rapper right he's bringing his vibe to it like the collaborations are always really good alice dj did a lot of collaborations too a lot of her stuff like you know better off alone was an instrumental went to her and then she also has a remix of it a remix sounds more like club music like this um yeah you just have bad boy slim is a dj but he's probably like further removed from what i was thinking of uh oh, okay. like sets but he he's probably got a ton of shit out there too so uh yeah i like it a lot I know I've seen this, heard this in movies, and yeah, great. I love it. So yeah, so that's that's our uh, those are our choice tracks <laughs> for our DJ set songs, right? Okay. So um, well, uh, let's go ahead and uh, flip the record and drop the needle on side B then, since we've all done our, our picks. 
Uh, so, uh, Damon, uh, you had some homework for us, didn't you? Yeah. So I related my my album pick to my theme. Um, I try to as much as I can sometimes. But uh, so my my artist that I picked is uh, he's a DJ that goes goes back to the '90s. Um, and uh, this is uh, Paul Wickenfold. Paul Wickenfold's a collaborator with like tons of different artists. Um, I mean, I think there's definitely over 100 artists that he's done music with. And I think a lot of DJs, big DJs are like that, too. Uh, I, you mentioned Taj, you mentioned like Moby and stuff like that. They're probably on the same level, um, but uh, different styles. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, intrigued by both artists for sure. But uh, the album I picked was Bunka. Um, and this was, um, I, I think that this probably, yeah, this deserved a pick for, for something out of my CD collection at home. Uh, this was released in 2002, about the time that I was going to Sam Goody and buying CDs. Um, yeah, so I had a lot of fun listening to this over the last 20 years. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I like I like that. There's a lot of different artists on here. Some of the artists you might know, uh, Nelly Furtado is on uh, one of the tracks. You got Ice Cube. Uh, yeah, so there's uh, yeah, there's different. There's a lot of different um, styles on this album, which I really appreciate. And I I think that uh, some of some of his work was in the movie Born Identity. And um, yeah, so there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of a couple actually probably well-known hits i think ready steady go for sure um hypnotized i think might have been i don't know not really sure <laughs> then there's like some uh spoken word i guess from hunter s thompson one of the songs <laughs> so that, that was kind of kind of intriguing too well uh, they, it's uh yeah that's fun that was uh nixon's spirit but um yeah so i i enjoyed the variety it's always a fun ride listening to paul looking full um i don't know if this is my favorite style of music i think at one point it was or maybe one point i wanted it to be but i don't know <laughs> if it ever kept and it never stayed you know i listen to so many different things but this would be kind of like weird to see in a in like a live show but i could see it in certain settings this would be you know fine i'm sure paul can fold can rock a house <laughs> i'm sure but uh yeah so that's um that was my pick and i wasn't sure what y'all were gonna think of it but so i'm picking stuff out of my cd collection so that's kind of where i'm going with this what was your track oh my favorite my favorite track is ready steady go the opener i always i'm always a sucker for a first song um yeah okay but the one that like pulls me in all the time is the nixon spirit this is so so interesting and weird it's definitely weird but yeah i think that's where this goes too that's cool too okay so bunka bunka so (laughs) yeah um, I, you know, I, I know the name and I definitely have heard some of the songs because when I listened to the album, you know, I, there were two or three that, that jumped out right away. And so, yeah, somewhere along the lines, I, I've heard some of the music by, by the artists and, um, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I enjoyed it. It's not it's not my favorite thing, but it's not a bad listen by any means. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's fun to listen to. I just don't know if this has 
has a lot of uh, like replayability for me. Um, but but I did enjoy it. I mean, it, it definitely has you know high octane energy, and um, definitely it's a good album to listen to. I think if you're working out as well, um, I think there's a lot of good songs for that on here. Um, and you know, I think you touched on it. I I like the uh, diversity on the album. I like the different. I mean, each song does not sound like the other one you know they're all very very different and it's cool that they do have different artists and some artists you know that are guesting on it never would have thought that they would have been involved with uh with with this kind of music so you know it was kind of kind of cool yeah yeah so yeah, I mean overall, uh, you know, I, I did enjoy it. Um, the running time was a little a little long, but uh, that's all right. That's okay. You know, I, I'm I'm not I'm not mad at it. So um, yeah, overall, yeah, it was it was pleasant. It was fun to listen to. Um, but like I said, I just don't know about the the, the factor of you know spending this again um, for for me. But but I did enjoy what I heard. So um, if yeah. I had if I picked had to pick a song and i have to because that's what we do right um my my choice track is gonna be uh zoo york And the reason why I would pick that is um, because I'm I'm a big fan of Clint Mansell, and uh, he's a, a film composer, and they use uh, he, or the, he uses his music uh, on this track with the Kronos Quartet, and uh, I thought that was kind of cool. So I had a very cinematic uh, spin on it. So. So yeah, absolutely. Question on that, Brandon? It, it, I don't think it is, but were elements from that from Unbreakable? No, I think it's I think okay. it's from the fountain. Is oh. what, what that music is. Okay, I knew it was some movie, and I was like, yeah. can't place it. Okay, yeah, because Clint Mansell and the Kronos Quartet did the music to the fountain. Okay, and and it like right off the bat, listening to that track, you know, it sounded very familiar. And then when I saw the artists uh, associated with the song, I'm like, oh, of course, that's what that is. So, so, uh, yeah, that would, that would be my pick because, you know, Clint Mansell. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get a song too. I, I like the intro on that one as well. <laughs> so I was going to jump in and say that, um, this, this takes me, this takes me to a different level, right? And it's mainly because when I listen to this style of music, uh, Paul Oakenfold, uh, I've, I've heard him a while. I've known. He's got so many different albums slash EPs slash remixes of albums. Like every year he was popping out different songs and remixes of songs and things of that nature. He reminds me of a he reminds me of a walking movie trailer. Like literally his songs sound like they belong in movies or soundtrack to movies versus just being songs out on the radio. Um, so it's got a different vibe, a different style to it versus somebody like a, a DJ Snake or a Skrillex or a David Guetta or things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's got a more like mature type of sound, even though he does a lot of mixes and mashups. Um, it, it still comes out a little different to me as far as my ear picks up. Um, the one that caught my ear the most on the album that I could listen to a couple of times over was uh, Starry Eyes Surprise. Oh, my, 
because it had Crazy Town on it, and I used to love Crazy Town. That's um, great. That's a great one. That was one of the biggest hits on the album. Yeah, I've heard other ones. I mean, it, it literally the, the other songs around the album were cool. Uh, the Get 'Em Up was cool. The you know the other other tracks that were on there, but that one was the one that that touched my heart because that's the one that I heard. I was like, you know what? Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. I'm just crazy, <laughs> right? bro. They, they literally, like, it literally took me back to that day, and it was like, oh man, sorry, I'm surprised. Like, yeah, I could, I could totally get with that vibe. So that was, that was my lick. So, totally. When I heard that song, like. Because he says the word butterfly, and it's like, no way. It's not the same dude, is it? And I had to look it up. And it's like, it's the same dude. Because yep. like, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of Orange County, the, the movie. And because that's what that song is. Oh, okay. It's a good stick. Because <laughs> he's like, like Colin Hanks is in that, right? Yeah. Because the, the big thing is like all the high school kids are like, oh, my song. And they're, they're he's like, I, I need somebody maturing go to college and then the song comes on and they're like oh our song <laughs> yeah it's like what is it with the stupid song <laughs> yeah yeah buddy <laughs> but yeah the, the minute it came on and he said butterfly it's like yeah, it has to be the same guy because the way he yeah. says it is like yeah. exactly the same <laughs> but man i'm just crazy cow yeah <laughs> so a good one a good one okay so um, it, I will say, it, so I we kind of, you know, in the background, we kind of had the extended time to, to sit with this. Um, I will say it helped to listen to this album while walking around in an airport, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it, so yeah, I it took me a while to get into it, but I, I do like this album. It, it was enjoyable. Uh, you know, if I'm going to go into kind of like that, like kind of fall back into old habits like my old you know techno period the one that got me that i think i i like is uh, hypnotized so it, i know it's a little bit slower softer beat you know especially it starts off real real softer but that one just kind of grows on you so but yeah, but, but I like hypnotize. So, but, but get him up is good too. <laughs> yeah, a little ice cube for you, right? Yeah, he he definitely he throws throws a good beat in there, and then he had like you know just that melodic sound in the background, which is kind of weird, but like it works. You know, it's like yeah. a slow rap, but there's a good beat to all the songs on here. Good pace, but mm-hmm. there's also a calmness to this album, which is like what attracted me to it. And when I first heard it, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. It started. Starry-eyed surprise was like the biggest one at the time, and that's what you know I was being sold on, and that's why I bought the album originally, the CD. Um, and they used to play the hell out of it when I had a CD in my own vehicle, CD player. Um, yeah, no, it's just this is definitely like one of my favorite albums in my in my uh, collection at home. And uh, so I'm glad I was able to share that with you guys. I'm glad, you know, really glad to hear that, you know, you guys enjoyed it and some enjoyed it more than others, but, you know, just you know, enjoyed aspects of it for whatever reason. Yeah, that's what it's about, right? Exactly. For sure. And I, I think I picked one of his older albums, but that's kind of where I know, you know, I know he had done stuff before this, but this is one of his older ones for sure. So he's had a lot of time to work with over a hundred artists now. <laughs> so 
pretty amazing pretty amazing stuff yeah well all right well thank you damon for introducing us or reintroducing us <laughs> to that album and uh before we all <laughs> head back out to the dance floor um taj yes <laughs> you have some homework for us i do have some homework for it for us um i'll get more into why I, I picked this or even how i found this album um but uh the album is uh by an artist called pigeon john and the album title is dragon slayer uh, it's his 2010 album uh, so uh yeah it, it's it's one of those freaks stumbled across it and ever since i heard it i've loved this album but yeah uh th there's yeah but anyway so it's pigeon john and it's called dragon slayer so that uh, uh, that on its own should just be enough like, like how, do you, how do you have the name of a pigeon and yet you're dragon slayer like if that that just like yeah that oxymoron is just like i'll just eat that up all day it's a shapeshifter yeah. morphing into a pigeon from a pigeon <laughs> To so, Dragon Slayer. Uh. <laughs> All right. So that'll be on the next episode. So make sure you, you tune in and uh, hear what we have to say about another choice album selected by Taj. Um, and this one sounds like it's going to be a doozy. So uh, make, sure you're, make sure you're here for it. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, um, Taj always likes to kind of sign off with uh, a few little things. So, Taj, why don't you go ahead and, and do your thing? Okay. Uh, you can find us um, on choicetracks.com. Uh, we end with a Z, or you can email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Spotify and Pandora, so we have uh, playlists that go with each episode that you can listen to there. Uh, so please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. Uh, I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm back with one of those top top beats. <laughs> <laughs> All that other crazy stuff. Uh, we're going to pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those toy tracks.